Let me pour myself a drink first. Are you ready, Diana? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I have enough alcohol for sure. You, have, you sure you want me to top you off? No, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Diana, you're active. Mm-hmm. You run marathons, half marathons. What have you done? <laughs> Definitely never ran a marathon. Oh. I do not have the endurance for that. But I like obstacle races. But isn't your goal to like, or one of your bucket th- things on your bucket list to run a marathon or half marathon? Triathlon. A half marathon or like a full triathlon for sure. Okay. So, cool. I like running every now and then, but not as much as Diana does. But I thought she'd appreciate this You made your first article. 5K with I me. I did. I did Aww. my first 5K with you. It was actually really fun, and I would do it again. It was exciting. So, let me paint this picture for you, Diana. Okay. Imagine you're 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 in a marathon, which is like what twenty seven miles. Twenty six point one. I told you she's. <laughs> told you she. It's a what lot. She's so you're you're running right. You're in this marathon, and you you just get started. You're like five miles in. Okay. And you see the people in front of you. And they're, like, dodging something in the road, and you have no idea until you, you know, you, like, run up to it. Yeah. And you see it's a puppy dog. Puppy dog. Oh, shout out. This took place in Thailand. Oh, really? I'm half Thai, so, anyway, it's not that that really matters, but Basically, all of your relatives could have been there. Yeah, it could have been my relative, but they're not very active either, so it probably wouldn't be them. (laughs) So... This Thai woman is running this marathon in five miles in, or roughly, give or take. She sees this little puppy dog. So, what any other animal lover would do, she picks up the puppy dog and continues to run the marathon with said puppy dog the whole time. With a puppy. With a puppy. How big is this puppy? Itty bitty puppy. Like, I don't know, five pounds? Oh, it's Maybe. so cute. It's like white and brown. Where did it come from? Fluffy. So Why she, were people just leaving it there? Who knows? Who knows? That but makes me sad. She, so she ends up running the marathon and finishes with puppy in hand. And uh, she apparently looks for the owners. Yeah. No one claims a puppy. So then she adopts the puppy <gasps> of her own. But And it's already ran its first marathon. Yeah. <laughs> It's done That's more true. than I have. So they've already, like, bonded because they ran this marathon together. That's adorable. But, yeah, so, like, to your question, they have no idea. I mean, they have no idea where the puppy came from. No one claimed it. I don't understand. Like, it just, like, ran out in the middle of the road, and then people were like, hey, what's up, dog, and just kept going? Right. Like, I, as an animal lover, especially dogs, I don't think I could do that. No. Well, my lazy ass would probably have been, like... Not been in the marathon. <laughs> Well, yes. Firstly, I would not have been running a marathon. I mean, you like walking out. Second off, if I saw a puppy, I'd be like, this is a great reason to quit the marathon. Because <laughs> I'd have to take this puppy home and, you know, they either figure out. I must know. care for it immediately. <laughs> I just almost spit out my drink. I bet it's- so, yeah, I would probably tap out if I saw a puppy. Just out of sheer excitement and then of sheer laziness. But I was just, but anyways, you know, being like a runner or just being physical in general, if you're running and then you have to carry extra weight that you didn't train for. Yeah. Like imagine holding this puppy who's, I don't know, you know, give or take five, five to pounds, ten pounds. Five to ten pounds. 
That's what I'm assuming looking at this photo, but... That you didn't train with. I... <laughs> this is going to make me sound so incredibly weak, but I don't think I could run that amount with even five pounds. And, right. And it's not even then, because then you have an extra five pounds on one arm and not on the other. So you're like constantly trading to... off or something. Yeah. And this dog must have been amazing. It must have sat so still. Probably. I mean, it's probably like a very tiny puppy, but it might have been also been scared. Yeah, Like that's if you're an true. animal and you see... All these people running at you, you probably are a little freaked out. But it warmed my heart. That's so cute. Because we love dogs. I love that she adopted him in the end. Him, her, little little pepperoni. I don't remember what, but she has two dogs of her own. So then they have this cute little, we're looking at this photo right now, and if it's her two dogs who are older. put it up on the Instagram after so you can see it. Yes, you have to see this cute little fluff ball. Is that a Sheba? The, one of her dogs? I don't think so. Okay. It kind of so like mixes. cute and tiny, and I love that she just rescued it from the middle of a marathon. Isn't that cute? I, I'm i with you, though. I would have bowed out, or I would have handed <laughs> it off to a spectator. Like oh, that's, that's good My point. husband or whoever's there, probably not. <laughs> whoever's there cheering me on yeah. <laughs> that would take the dog from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way that I would have continued to run carrying something. And she named it, so y'all, I'm, though I may, I am half Thai, I don't really speak much of it. Is it a Thai name? I can understand a lot of it, but I can't speak it. So she ended up naming the dog, it says, after crossing the finish line and taking her new friend home, uh, I'm gonna butcher this, she named him Komeng. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But it's the name of the marathon. Oh, okay. Which makes sense because she found the dog in the marathon. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. I thought it was going to be something running related, like Pacer well, I mean, or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Well, she's but foreign. But she's also Thai. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's foreign. Yeah. And so not English so. words. The world does not revolve around English. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but. Aw. He's so cute. Mm. That's a cute story. I love that you started with that. It's like a heartwarming story. I know. I'll drink to that. Yes. Drink to rescue animals. Adopt, don't shop. Adopt, don't shop. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't tell anybody what we're drinking. Oh, that's very important. So Lisa got me this amazing brute, which we have decided must be in the family of champagne because she got it on one of her bubble flights. Yes. Is that what it was? Like? Yeah. I went, I went to this. Well, they call themselves a winery, but it's, you know, a place where you buy wine <laughs> and you sit at um and just drink wine so i ordered a so liquor store <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a classy liquor store okay <laughs> with wine and like leather chairs oh that and is like fancy. a bookcase okay <laughs> <laughs> so um uh yes so i opened the menu and then there's i think it was called the bubbly flight or bubble flights or something and it had it consisted of one prosecco one champagne, and then one Blanc de Blanc, which this is, and I loved it. And I remember you mentioning Blanc de Blanc yes. to me in general, and I had no idea what it was. Yeah. So I grabbed it. It's pretty ironic that you run into it for the first time after I just ran into it for yes. the first time, like the week before. That's what friends are for. <laughs> for sharing alcohol. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I agree. But it is very tasty. It's super yummy. I, I really it. like it. No, the no, brand no. is, oh God, La Jolie. Sure. It sounds fancy. It's in a fancy font. And for people who judge books by their cover, 
It looks It looks fancy. Yeah. You could definitely display this at a dinner party and people would think that you spent a lot of money. Yeah. It was, it cost me like $13.99. So not terrible. Not like the cheapest wine. Not the most expensive wine. I like it. It was good. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about this dude. So this dude. Okay. Ryan Grant. Ryan Grant. Okay. He is 30 years old. Mm -hmm. So your age, a little bit younger than me, but we don't need to specify (laughs) that. He's not any much older than me, (laughs) FYI, everybody. I'm like a half a a year, a year and a half, something like that. Anyway, so he's 30 years old, and he starts selling textbooks, um, reselling used textbooks and new textbooks while he's in college on Amazon. Okay. And he makes a decent amount of money that way. You said new and used? Yeah. On Amazon. Yeah, so he started selling his used textbooks on Amazon. Okay. And then he found out that they have, like, some sort of, like, a tracking matrix. So you can see, like, what textbooks are in high demand. Okay. He was then able to find those textbooks local for cheaper prices. Yeah. And then sell them on Amazon for a little bit higher. So he made a little bit of profit. And in college, that's a big deal. Hell yeah. College is expensive. Yeah. So he makes a little bit of side money doing Amazon or doing Amazon textbook reselling in college. Then he graduates college, becomes an accountant and, um, gives it up. Okay. But it says that he soon grew bored of his accounting job. I totally get that. Yeah. Accounting seems really awful. Math. Just so boring. No talking to people. Yeah. Just grid after grid. You just live in Excel. Anyway, so he's making 50 grand a year at his accounting job. He decides he was having more fun selling shit on eBay so mm-hmm. or on Amazon. So he goes back into Amazon and goes back into this tracking matrix or okay. however he's created and finds that there's, you know, certain things that are coming up in demand. He goes to Walmart, finds out that they're on sale, buys them at Walmart. Textbooks? And just not even textbooks. Oh. Now it's like toys and local trends. Oh, just and, stop. Okay. And just things that are on sale and... Walmart, but people okay. don't like to go shopping in person anymore, like right. me. And so they go on Amazon. I buy almost everything I own on Amazon. That's yeah. I don't like to interact with people. <laughs> so yeah. he finds that he can buy these in the sale aisle at Walmart and then sell them for a higher price online. Can you do that? Yes. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. what he's Let doing. me take a note. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa has a new business There's a venture. Walmart right down the street. So get this. Okay. He quits. He soon replaces his accounting firm uh, salary, his 50 grand. Damn. Yeah. And his business is just growing and growing and growing. Wow. And so he quits that, goes full time with this, employs about 11 people. So now Dang. he's not even doing the day-to-day. He works about 15 hours a week because he owns his own company now. In 2017, that company made 3.5 million in sales. <gasps> Guess what they made in 2018? Wait, okay, you said 2017, 3.5. Yeah. Well, the way you're saying makes it seem like I'm going to be blown away. Yeah, you are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be blown. okay. Let's just say he's gonna double it. So six something or seven. Six point one. Oh, you're so good at guessing. <laughs> He makes six point well, no. one million in sales, and, and this, this is the second year of his company. Or I don't know. Well, I didn't I guess, say that. It just did twenty eighteen versus twenty seventeen. But, but that is a can't F be more than five years old. The company, and it's just selling things that he went and bought himself locally that people just don't want to get up and go buy, and he sells them for a profit online. Oh my god! Wait, 
Say that number. Six point one. Six point one million in sales in the company. One. So not all of that's pure profit. Million. But you have to think their overhead is like oh. nothing. Well, yeah. And he only has eleven people. So he he has said that he wants to invest more in the company. So he scaled back his own salary. He only works fifteen oh, hours a nice. week, and he scaled his his salary back to sixty thousand a year. Dang. Okay. So he's even being like. He's being smart about it. I mean, but he said he doesn't have to work. Like, it's 15 hours, and he does all that work from his I was going to say, at first I was like, okay, granted, not that 60000 isn't a lot of money, but when you're... But it's also not a when lot, a lot of money. Right, when your company is pulling in six point, you know, yeah, you would think that doesn't seem like a lot of money. However, when you think that you're only working 15 hours Yeah, what is that per week, hour? Like, a lot. Holy crap. Again, I don't do math. Yeah. <laughs> He would do math. He would be very good at it. Yeah. (laughs) So if there's any single people out there, I'd suggest Googling the crap out of this guy, Ryan Grant, and trying to figure out where he's traveling. Because he did this whole interview via Skype from... He was in Thailand. What? Oh my God. This is like Thailand. It's like our shout out. (laughs) Thailand, if you're listening, we love Thailand. The first episode is all about you. Yeah. And feel free to send us some tickets. We'd love to do a podcast there. Tickets. On the islands. Oh, yes. Like, fly us out there. We'll do a podcast in Thailand about Thai things. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. I love it. You know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, so he's super successful, and I'm extremely jealous, and also, like, what? Is he, is he single? How old is he? Do you know? 30. 30. Is he single? I didn't mention a wife or kids. And it says that he travels a lot, and that's what he's most happy about, is that... Wow. You know? That's crazy. Well, if he's single, some lady needs to snag that guy up, because, I mean, he's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want he's wanna... got a lot of free time to just, like, adore you. Yeah. He only works 15 hours a week. Right? That's am- amazing. So. Ooh, I do need some more... Oh, here, let me pour you some. This is really good. It's super good. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do another story? (sighs) Okay, I have to warn you guys. This may be a little graphic. Mm -hmm. Shocking. Is it a, what is it about? It's shocking. It's shocking. It's it's a cockroach story. (sighs) Okay. (sighs) I, (laughs) did did I tell you? Okay. Okay, y'all. Y'all. Okay, this wasn't, this did not happen, let me preface this, this did not happen in Thailand. This was a (laughs) Japanese man, okay? We're stepping away from Thailand (laughs) for a little while. Y'all, I didn't, I totally didn't mean to talk about Asian people, but it just kind of happened that way. So, you know, I'm just pulling for the Asians here. Okay, so get this, a Japanese man dates a cockroach. Nope. Nope. For a year. Okay, right, right. For a year. Let me just, just, okay, just think about that. Cockroaches, you know, those crappy, creepy little critters that crawl. Oh, my God. And, you know, they've been here since the dinosaurs. And they, they will. They can fly. They can fly. They can hiss. They're huge. They're little. Um, okay. So, he dates the said cockroach for a year. How do you, wait, hold on. (laughs) How do you date a cockroach? I don't know. Like. Take it out to dinner. What do cockroaches even eat? That's actually a good question. I would think they eat... Well, do they eat trash or do they eat, like, other small bugs? I don't know. Or debris. Or is it, like, bacteria? You know? I don't know. Like, are they, like... Or do they... 
Are they like catfishes? Where you know catfishes are like bottom feeders, but yeah. maybe they're I don't know the bottom feeders of insects. I don't know. We should have like a a bug expert, which apparently this guy was. Yes, that's what he is. Oh, okay. So I mean, which kind of sort of explains. I don't want to talk to this. Man. How he got into. <laughs> Which kind of... Oh, why are you showing me I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I told you it was graphic. Ugh. Okay, okay. So, this guy, he's an... What was that word? Entomologist. Yes. Sorry, I was drinking. So, like, an expert in bugs, right? Or insects, excuse me. And, um... So, he falls in love with this, this cockroach. That's not possible. Do you want to know what her name is? <laughs> Do you want to know what her name is that he names her? What? Lisa. <laughs> That's my name, FYI, he for all you, you new people. You are a cockroach. Yes. <laughs> so, which part of me is like, okay, he says it's the love of his life. So I'm like, Lisa's are awesome. So I get it. Like, I, I get that part. But I'm also, um, what's the word when you're like, you're hurt, but like. um Disappointed. No, not disappointed. Like, you're appalled. Yeah. That he decided to name an awful, ugly creature like a cockroach, Lisa. I'm still trying to wrap my head around how do you date <laughs> a cockroach? Like, how do you... I, yeah, he just spent a lot of time... Do you guys cuddle on the couch? Do I you have a lot of movie nights? He spent a lot of... Probably. He says he spent a lot of his time with her, and but nothing physical as in, um, like, you know, like... Sexual. Yeah, sexual. Well, it's good to know that he's not... I don't know. This might be too much. Getting his rocks off by like right. touching a cro- cockroach. Exactly. A cockroach. A cockroach. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's kind of oxymoron right there, right? Ugh. Um. So he says he never had relations with said cockroach, which with Lisa. It makes me want to puke. Named her name Lisa. Um. I'm glad he didn't have relations but, with you. But you know, he he says this is the love of his life. If you say that a cockroach is the love of your life. Like, I don't think you can have a normal relationship with a person. No. After that? Like, I feel like your brain fires in a completely different way than most of society. If you can look at something like a cockroach that you're studying for your job, it doesn't carry on conversations. You can't have normal physical convers- like physical yeah. contact with it. You can't take it out to a fancy restaurant on your anniversary. No, because like, everyone would scream. Yes. Like, I just don't understand how then, yeah, you could you could call that dating or love of your life or any of that. Yeah, just this 25-year-old man. He's 25. He's 25. not even, like, to the desperate age yet. No, he's 25. He's still got a lot of life to live. It's not like he's, like, really old and he's like... No, is this just 25-year-old kid that... And I say kid because, to me, 25 now seems young. Back in my days, <laughs> Because we're so old. But... I mean, yeah. Name's your Lisa. Call it the love of his life. That is bananas. So, and then it kind of gets grosser. Oh. Again, caution graphic. I'm going to have to drink a little more for this. So, Uh, one sec. Sip, sip. uh, Um, Did the cockroach eat him alive? That's what I'm picturing. (laughs) You're close. (laughs) So, Lisa, unfortunately, passed. Natural causes? uh, Who knows? (laughs) I mean, I hope he killed her, but whatever. Too much cuddling. Yeah. He rolled over in the middle of the night. that probably (laughs) That could have happened. Squeeze. So, so she dies however way she... We'll just say natural causes. (laughs) And to commemorate her, her, her life, the love he 
had for her. He eats her. So, he eats her so that... I feel like that's disrespectful of your love. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Like... Wouldn't you want to, like, bury her? Yeah. To have a... Like, a traditional (laughs) ceremony. Then you can go back and visit her grave over time. It's not like when we... When my cousin dies, I revert to cannibalism. And, like, I'm like, oh, Josie, you you were such a wonderful cousin. Let's fillet you. You know? Like, that's a really weird way to honor them. It is a weird way. But side note, what... (laughs) That would be the tiniest, cutest grave ever. (laughs) Can you imagine the headstone on that little thing? Oh my god, it's so cute. Here lies Lisa. (laughs) So... Not you, Lisa. Right, yeah. (laughs) God willing, that's way down the line for me. Um... Don't so, worry, we won't eat you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, so he eats her, and he and he says the reason why he ate her Mm-mm. is to so that she can always be a part of him, mm-hmm. a part of each other. Excuse me. Maybe you know what? No, we're gonna look at this <laughs> Lisa side. Okay. Maybe she didn't even want to be in this relationship. Oh, good point. She can't tell him, you know, like, no. hey, creeper, get away from me. I only like cockroaches. Hashtag me too? Yeah. Oh. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Like, Dang. she was basically a prisoner of his love. And more than likely. And then he ate her. <laughs> wow. She probably never saw that coming. Like, right? And, I mean, she's an, she's an, as gross as cockroaches are, it's an animal. It's an insect. Right, insect? Whatever. For sure. (laughs) And so she prop. I mean, for all I know, she could have come from a pet smart. But, I mean, like, she was taken out of her natural environment. They sell cockroaches at pet smarts over there? I thought that... Well, they sell crickets to feed, like, other animals. So maybe cockroaches... I mean, I don't know. She was supposed to be somebody's dinner. And she ended up that way. Oh, shit. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe that was just her fate all around and it just sucks. But, like, she was never given the chance. Right, right. An advocate for the cockroach, but she was never given the chance to live a normal cockroach life, and exactly. you have normal cockroach babies. Not that we need more of them in the world. But... I, I never thought about that. Yeah, I'm gonna take her side on this. Thank you, Diana. <laughs> I just thought, I you know, I kind of thought, you know what? This is super weird, but every like, I mean, this is his life. He's walking to do what he is, and he killed the cockroach. So to me, that's awesome. But now that you say that, I feel bad for him. Uh, for her. I feel bad yeah. for Lisa. We're going to she... join hands in the fight for Free Lisa. Free Lisa? Free Lisa. Well, we can't now. Yeah, she said. <laughs> Had I known earlier. <laughs> Maybe a drink to Lisa. A drink. May you rest in peace. R- little Lisa. R.I.P. Little Lisa. <laughs> mm. That's nuts. So fucking weird. So nuts. Ugh. Okay. I kind of want to just chit-chat about this whole polar vortex day after tomorrow thing going on. Okay. Uh, What's the day after tomorrow thing? The movie? The day after tomorrow, Jake Gyllenhaal? Um. Uh, Emmy Rossum? Who else? Okay. Dennis Quaid? David Quaid. Dennis Quaid. (laughs) Okay, there is a period of time where a bunch of similar movies kind of came out at once. And I think I'm thinking of a different one. What's the movie that you said? The day after tomorrow. Okay, so I have to, I'll have to continue. Let me. So, just for context, 
We live in Texas. Yeah, i never seen this movie. What? What? Yeah, no. But it's got Jake Gyllenhaal. So you have good, to right? watch it. Okay. It's legitimately happening in Iowa and Michigan right now. Jesus. It's insane. You have to watch it today. That's what we're doing. After we wrap okay. this up, we're going to watch Day of <laughs> Okay. So the whole premise is that thanks to global warming and climate change, it redistributes all of the weather and whatnot. So the cold weather that should be in the North Pole is now coming down way further to try and reset the Earth's balance because we're letting off too much emissions and heat and whatnot down here. Okay. So people start freezing the second they step outside, (gasps) things like that. Um, People have to evacuate to Mexico because even then it's still, like, chilly. Yeah. But... I mean, it's happening right now. Like, it's 80 degrees here in Texas tomorrow or Monday. And then up in Iowa, we have, like, it's negative 20 with, like, a wind chill of negative 55. Holy cow. Which is insane. And people are dropping dead from this. Um, Dear Northerners, I'm sorry. Yeah, I do feel really bad for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so so there's this 55-year-old man up north. So not even, like, old age. Just, like, midlife. Okay. And he is found dead in his garage next to a snow shovel. So he went outside to go snowball oh show. God. And I asked one of our colleagues that's from up north. And she said it's because you have to clear the vents on your house. Otherwise, you get carbon monoxide poisoning. So despite oh, the weather, you have to go outside and clear vents. You still have to be an adult even though yeah. you can risk your life clearly yeah. doing this. So he goes outside and then he dies. He freezes to death. Oh, my God. Was yeah. he single? I, mean, did no I don't know. know. I didn't get under that. Okay. And then there's another guy, a kid, an 18-year-old kid. He's walking from a hall back to his dorm on campus. And he's Snapchatting his girlfriend and says, I'm going back and going to bed. It's a six-minute walk. And it's at like 2 o'clock in the morning. It was like a study hall or something. And he goes back to his dorm, but he's found close to his dorm. He doesn't make it to his dorm (gasps) before he freezes to death. He's 18. Oh, you said he Snapchatted her. He was Snapchatting her as he was, like, leaving and was, like, telling her. um, But it was, like, two minutes before he, like, steps outside to go walk back to his dorm. Oh, my God. How tragic. I know. And there's 25 deaths total. Well, first off, I'm amazed that you can die in six minutes. Or So, I read some articles on it. And they're saying in this type of temperatures... Your skin will freeze stiff in 15 minutes if, <gasps> if exposed. Human skin. And I was like, that's Holy insane. Crap. And they say that they're telling people not to take deep breaths because the, the temperature outside is so different from the temperature inside your body yeah. that it can actually, like, burst cavalries. Yeah, sure. Something sounds, like that. That sounds right. It's in the movie Wind River also. Oh, like it, awesome they talk movie. about taking too many deep breaths mm-hmm. and it just like bursts things mm-hmm. inside of your lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um so wow, that's nuts. That yeah. Is, I I mean I can't Wow. I know. I feel, I feel I feel bad for the family. Don't I mean obviously that's just that's that should be said. But like the girl, like, if my husband or my boyfriend at the time, his last Snapchat, I was probably the last person he talked to. Yeah. Before he froze to death. Yes. And that's such an, it's an unexpected death, especially for someone that young. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. just not something you hear of. Yeah. Like, like. In Iowa. Like an, like an older person, like I get, it. the very young and the, and the older are more susceptible to ailments or how, whatever. So, I like, I can, 
not that it makes it better, but I understand that, like, an older person or a very young person would die from this versus, yeah, like they'd be you more said, susceptible to maybe it. a 18-year-old? 18 18? Yeah, 18. 18. Like, wow. Just for the record, his name is Gerald Bells, and he was going to be pre-med. Aww. So he was going to save lives. We needed him. Aww. Good dude. Drink to him, too? Yeah, let's drink to him. Drink to him. Gerald. Gerald. Rest in peace. I feel wow. bad for you. Mm-mm. Yeah, so. You never know. You never Don't know mess around with this weather, y'all. Like, don't. Stay safe. I saw another article after this one, after the Gerald article, that said that, like, social media influencers are going outside and taking photos in bikinis in this weather. Are you kidding me? No. And I'm just saying right now, y'all don't mess with this. Like, this is not, it's not funny. It's not an opportunity. It's not cute. Yeah, don't. No. Don't do something to just to try to be popular yeah. and end up hurting yourself or killing yourself. Yeah. Like, it's just not worth it. It's not worth to it. To get this some is, likes. It's ridiculous. Is, exactly. This, like, and it's not just your, I mean, it is your life, obviously, but when you pass, you're leaving behind so many others as well. Yeah. So, I mean, think before and you think act, about, I guess. Think about how ridiculous it would be to have to try to explain to, like, your parents, friends, that you were outside in a swimsuit when it was negative 50, and that's how you passed. Like, that's stupid reason. Stupid. It's so stupid. stupid. Just be smart, y'all. Just be smart. Donner, you coming over to be in the podcast? <laughs> Lisa's adorable puppy is here. I guess you're not a puppy now. How old are you? He's five. He's five. Tell us about Gunner. My, okay, so my puppers. <laughs> My puppers, his name is Gunner. We adopted him from Apollo Support and Rescue. They're in Justin, Texas. He He's is a blackmouth cur mix or blackmouth cur full. We're not sure, but he is very sweet boy. We lucked out getting him. He's and a good boy. He's, he's chilling. He might be trying to get some alcohol. He's really trying to get some alcohol. He does like the alcohol. He's putting on his best puppy eyes right now. Yeah, and he's trying to make his way, it looks like, to, to talk. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something to say on behalf of your dog brethren? Oh, you know what? The bottle's over there. So he's just trying oh, to get to the bottle. Straight to the bottle. No glasses, just My bottle. boy. <laughs> well, I think Anyways. that's all I have today. Okay, well... It's the first one. It's our first podcast. Oh my God. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to us. And many more. Many more. Yay.